The following program is a podcast1.com production. And here it is. Yeah, best podcast in the world. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? Drew? Yes. Can Never you hear mind. Me? Mike? Maybe it's only a mediocre podcast. You don't hear me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Test one two one two one two one two. Mike. Yeah. Mike. 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 Yeah. Hello. 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 Well, already did that. Now we're back on one. Hello. Mike. Mike yeah. Mike. Woo. Now there I you go. Him. Got yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Uh. So how are you, Drew? I'm good. Yeah. Lots of shit to talk about, though. Really? Go ahead. Don Pardo died. Really? You know who Don Pardo is? Yeah. The voice of Saturday Night Live and the guy who, uh, the voice of like every game show on earth. Yes. But he, he I mean, he had not been working for a while, right? Because of his age. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out when he last, it seemed like he was like a year or two ago was still doing it. Um, it's well, that's about how, I mean, how old was he when that's he died? Him. 96. Well, then, you know, come on. That's not really. He did Jeopardy. Everything. That's not really anyway, news. It's a big right? deal. If he, you know, at ninety six passes away. If you grew up in the sixties, though, it was a, you know, the Price Is Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Come I was down. I was born that in seventy nine. So. Come on down. That was him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not impressed, are you? Oh, no, I'm very impressed. I had a great career. I'm just saying, he was ninety six. I just I was always amazed that the guy not only lived he should, on. It's it's news when he lives, not dies. That's what I'm saying. I was always amazed the guy lived on and worked on. I mean, he he, he must work till he was ninety four at least. Yeah, but he talks, Drew, for and doesn't think just, of the things he says. Man, you are in a mood tonight. No, I'm just Yeah, you I'm are. I'm simply pointing out that it's not like he worked till 94 and played in the NBA. He worked till 94 and said stuff that people wrote down for him. All right, let's talk about I got a couple more things on my mind here. All right. Number 1. Did you uh do the ALS challenge? Uh no. Did you manage to avoid it or No, I just couldn't find anybody really to film it. Yeah. Get the ice? Well, no, like, no one was really down to do it with me. Like, and I, I first off, need someone to film it. I also need to, like, know where. I, I also want to do it special. Yeah. Like, it, does that make sense? Like, I, every, every goddamn person in the world is just pouring ice on their head. I wanted yeah. to do something good. Yeah. And I'm willing to pay $100 as well because I, I didn't do it within the 24 hours. Yeah. But I also want to do it. I also want it, but I just don't want to do, like, some bootleg ass. Just like put on some, you know. Well, when I was doing it, that's all you. That's all I'd never heard of it until the day before. Right. And that was like last week. And then all of a sudden, uh, and then I just did it because I had twenty four hours. And within like seventy two hours after that, everybody on effing earth was doing it. Crazy. Drew, Drew's like the. Uh, oh my god. I'm sorry, that was very loud. Drew's like the hipster of the ice pack challenge. Oh, he he really no, was. No, no, no. I I don't think I don't feel the least bit. Uh, intruded upon or special or anything i just was shocked the way it just caught on and then the fact that that it became so commonplace that you couldn't just go do it you had to do something special you see what charlie sheen did what did he do i just saw it well i didn't see he what it poured, was though. he poured 10 grand on his head instead of ice oh god I don't know, but he gave that 10 grand to als so it's good yeah all right all right i mean that's his way of calling out the people that are pouring ice on their head to get out of paying 100 bucks i think and here's ben no uh, way Wait, come Everyone in here. has done it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, lead singer of the Bronx is just joining us for no reason. What's up, dude? What are you doing? You doing Rockline? I'm hanging out. No, I'm hanging out with my buddy Mike doing a BBC show, his last nice. show. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah. How are right, you? Dude. I'm doing good. How are you? Awesome. I'm chilling. How's the band? Everything's good. How's Mariachi El Bronx? A new record in November. Fantastic. Everybody, new record in November <laughs> for Mariachi El Bronx. Maddie from the Bronx. For all that. No, it's pretty awesome. I love those guys. A great band, man. Maddie in full costume? No, no, he was just dropping by. He said he was with a friend that, that was doing the BBC show that's also in this building. Have they ever been seen outside of costume? I mean, were that not, not completely done up? Oh, yeah, no, they have, like, like that's just their alter ego. Like, the, the, uh. the Bronx is an established, very successful punk band, and their alter ego is Mariachi El Bronx, which is... Jesus Christ, have you been on Facebook lately? Every freaking post is an ice bucket challenge. Yeah, that's what I meant by I gotta do something different. Oh, my you know? God. Well, ALS. I'm so glad it's ALS. I, I, I hope free prostate cancer come up something like that. But, but uh, ALS, they they need the money, and they are close to really making some big big moves on that. It's a, it's a it's a it's a fucked up illness. It's I just was about to worst. say. I mean, I I don't I don't know obviously as much about oh. it as you, but I just I uh, tangentially knew a person who suffered from it. Yeah, it is no joke. It no, it's no fucks bullshit. you up. I mean, yeah, really. Yeah. A devastating way yeah. of, of living. Yes. Um, so, and going. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, I mean, I, I'm all for it. I'm all for raising awareness. I'm all for giving my money. I'm all for doing the challenge to do anything I can. I just be, like you said, everybody and their mother is doing a challenge is, is porn. I got to do something different. I got to, like, I, I was thinking maybe have, instead of just icy water have like girls squirt into it like a bunch of female porn stars squirt into a bucket and then mm-hmm. i put ice in it and pour it on me there's that mhm or like a bunch of guys urinate in a bucket or there's that that somehow seems a little more appealing really not in the sense that it's something i'd want to do but in terms of the comedic effect i asked dave and kevin if like what they thought about like cutting me uh, on my chest and like my body and then pouring lemon juice over me Nah, too macabre. Oh yeah, it is kind of dark. Yeah. What about mm. just a bunch of guys shoot jizz on me? Nah, nah. How about those Urin, pictures? Urine's I sent you? got more comedic effect. How about those pictures I sent you? Or uh, I know I had to erase them all fast. I was doing a TV show, but but how so about, much loads. How about like, you do like? How about you get your buddy Steve? To like get one of those porta potties and take out a big scoop and put that on ice oh! and then. Now you're doing something cool. It is cool, but when Steve-O does it, yeah. he's getting a couple mil yeah. you know, from the most successful movie franchise in the world. When, and you're doing, you're doing something that's uh, ex- extremely socially responsible. Carano, and, Tyler, and I got challenged by Fart Barf for the yeah. after disaster. And then I got a great idea of what I want to do, but I think it might be exploitative. You can tell exploitative us? Exploitative, too? Exploitative. You can tell us? Yeah, it's the same thing. Are you going to tell us? Explo- uh, I don't know. I don't think I should. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to go. I can't wait to tell you, Mike, though, off <laughs> way to go for the Way to go for the flow of the show. We'll talk about it on the after disaster, but I can't, I, I'm excited to talk no, to I, you. I, I, You're I the barometer. If, if you are offended by it, I think it might be too much. Ooh. Is it, it's quite is an it honor. Like discriminating, or is well, it? It involves a kid in, uh, with ALS. Oh. Oh, my God. Dude. Well, is the kid with ALS on board? Oh, yeah, he would be. Oh, then I'm all sure for it. I don't it? care. I'm all for it. Yeah. Is he one of the kids we met? No, he hasn't been in here before. Sh- children with ALS is pretty unusual. Well, he can't be a minor because we're going to have him gyrating. Yeah, but I'm he, on board. Definitely. Are you sure he has ALS? Sure, it's not something like some other muscular dystrophy or something. 
I didn't go to the doctor with him last time, Drew. I'm just going off of what he says in his, out of his mouth. That well, he has ALS. But, uh, Drew, isn't it one of those things that increases in severity as you get older? Yeah, but it, it's it's a adult illness, as far as I know, and and it's a rapidly pro- you know it's a rapidly progressive horrible thing. It's not something you sort of live with, like you know muscular dystrophy is sort of deteriorates slowly over long periods of time, and it's a relative of that. Oh well, exploitative award, Drew. Can you use it? Yeah, cool. Thanks. And, and so, I can't understand with that. That's insane. <laughs> uh, so he's like, li- he's like coked out Crispin Glover. <laughs> I take that with a huge. Uh, that is a compliment. Of, yeah, Don't get me wrong. I'm humbled by that. Yeah. I make you humble. So let's talk about Missouri. Okay. We can't avoid it, right? No, it's it's horrific. And what do you think? In fact, I can turn my TV on right now. See what's there's going on. there's so many things I have to say. Yeah, go ahead. I just feel like this was this is a terrible way to expose a completely ill prepared police department. Like, I wish there was another less violent way to expose the fact that this police department needed to get their shit together. Is is that it? Or is it the coordination of once they stepped in shit, they couldn't find their way out? Because now they've got those National Guards in there. Right, but even before the National Guard came, I was seeing those tanks and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be a homer, but... The L- it would take like two regular beat cops of the LAPD to take care of that whole town. You know they didn't. They don't need to get fucking tanks and shit involved. It just seems like it was. Seems like it was when the guy at the bar, who's so used to going around picking fights, finally gets another guy to stand up to him. He shits his pants. That's what it, you know. Like on a larger scale. Oh my god! You've got all this crazy stuff going on right now on CNN. Okay, it's so ridiculous. That's very helpful to me being you in a radio studio to, with no TV. I, I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, it's like I think the co- I think the the uh, cameraman and stuff got fired on. Oh my god! <laughs> or something. Yeah, not in a bad way. They like they got like stun gunned or something or I don't know what the hell. Anyway, um, good times. And I, I, you know, I feel bad for feel bad for Michael Brown's family. I feel bad for. Other policemen in Ferguson who are good cops, you know, her getting roped into this. I just, it's just like the whole thing's a fucking mess. It's a mess. I totally agree. I'm looking at a video here on Vice, on the cover of Vice. And what is it? It's they're they're live doing like 24 hour coverage from Ferguson. Just cameras hanging out in the middle of all the like protests and stuff and what are they seeing anything interesting nothing right now nothing i'm watching a video and it just looks it looks like i can't i can't hear it it's a guy talking coverage so i i don't it's nothing well major it seems see. like we moved awfully far from where this thing started right you know well i also have you seen that video of uh of michael brown before he was dead uh like robbing that convenience store yeah pretty intense yeah and what do you think he was getting the cigars for it's smoking weed mm-hmm do you think there was any chance of wet cigarette there? No. 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 Maybe, but I mean, I tried to I'm trying to figure out why he was so If you're buying uh, PCP, then you just buy your Nat Sherman's. You know what I'm saying? You don't rob, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I could see a guy who had a dime bag of weed being broke, so broke he couldn't get his blunts. Yeah. I can't see a guy who has already purchased PCP like not thinking it through to get the Nat Sherman's. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know yeah, like Yeah. Yeah, that'd be part of the original purchase. Holy shit, Daryl Strawberry's a big dude. Hmm. <laughs> like, he just walked out. I did, I, yeah. I've never met him in person. I had no idea he's that tall. 
I mean, I knew it on paper, but it's it's a whole other thing to see it, you know? Yeah. yeah big boy. It's a well, weird thing, man, because um, Daryl Strawberry, Mr. Strawberry, is one of a, a long line, a long, long line, a very illustrious group of uh, guys from the L.A. neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, African-American athletes that went on to become Major League Baseball superstars. It, it, there's a was a huge uh, kind of a pedigree of L.A. Um, athletes that went on to be Major League Baseball stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just all ended. It just all stopped. And mm-hmm. as I looked at it, I was like, maybe it's just not cool anymore to be to play like in the L.A. neighborhoods. And then I thought about it. I was like, no, it doesn't seem like it's all that cool to play for any in any like African-American neighborhood. It just it's not cool to be a baseball player anymore. It seems why? Like. I don't know. I well, obviously I don't I, I'm speculating. But Dude, that's something you got. We got to ask Daryl. Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. But you and then know, we also got to ask him about this whole Missouri thing. I, I, I'm trying to make sense of it. I, I just can't make sense of it. Well, that's the thing. Is like usually, I'm more than happy to formulate my own opinions and really give you my take on all the current events in the world. This the the Ferguson situation has me so kind of baffled. Me too. There's just nothing I can I can take away from it other than it's chaos. You it's know, chaos, and you know it. I. I I don't understand. It doesn't make there's, sense. None yeah, of it makes sort sense. There's sort of some extreme behavior on both sides that I don't understand. Which I understand why the cop had to shoot to kill. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I guess, you know, from what I know from my friends who are policemen, you only shoot to kill. Well, they, they shoot to stop. No, you shoot. It, you, the only time you pull your weapon is to kill. <sighs> like, if you're going to shoot, if you're going to use your firearm, it's f- for lethal force. That's why... Using your firearm is is a last ditch, you know, effort. It's you got to think of all the other non lethal ways to, you know, apprehend people. Yeah. But if you're if you're a police officer, from what I understand, believe me, I'm more than happy to uh, to have a, a a real law enforcement officer correct me. But many of my friends and and family members who are cops, like legit, not like they heard from a dude. They say you you you're only pulling your gun to use it, and if you're going to use your gun, you are taught to use it. For lethal force. That's hmm. why you don't want to use it, you know, because it's a. You know, if you're a policeman, you're shooting. You're shooting to kill. The other thing I was I was really interested how close the story that uh, this kid's friends told about what the cop did to them and what the cop's friend about what had happened, pretty close. Right. Right. Pretty close. Just just on some some vital <laughs> they differed in some vital areas. But not all that different a story, which is interesting. The real real question is, did the cop attack and yank the kid in the car, or the co- the kid just straight out attacked the cop? Right, right. Neither of which makes any sense, right? It's very um, – pardon me, I just put some food in my mouth. Very reminiscent to me of uh, the Trayvon Martin case, where it's like we, we, we've established the fight went down. Yeah. So did Trayvon just attack George Zimmerman, or was, was George Zimmerman – Provoking it, but it's the same thing again. What? What? what why was Zimmerman walking around with his beating his chest? Totally, you know what I mean? Totally this, right. Maybe this cop was behaving in a similar way. I, I don't know. You're totally right. I, someone in my program tonight sort of articulated something. Two things that that I thought important. One is the, the, the so much fear in all this. You know, the cops afraid of the big African American kid. The kids afraid of the cop. Now the now the everyone's afraid of everyone. Right? This, I isn't. I, I, I got to say, problem. and maybe I'm just sounding like Mr. You know, white guilt guy, but if I'm 
an African American young man, yeah, I kind of would be pretty scared of cops too. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 not trying to pander. I'm not trying to sound like like I said, Mister Super Liberal White Guilt guy. But from all I can gather from African American male friends of mine, uh, from what I see on the news, from what I you know hear and see thrown around, um, I would be fearful that I'd get fucked up too if I was a oh black kid. Oh my god, you, the the fucking National Guard has their AK-47s pulled. Yeah, it looks it looks like a police state. You know, it looks Jesus it's it's Christ. embarrassing to say. Do we really? What if they just pulled out and let these people roam around? I guess they're trying to protect property. <sighs> and there was some pretty nasty violence going on. In the, in the, if you saw some of that footage, violence against property was pretty intense. Right. No, oh, it's um. Well, and then it's the uh, the the looting. I truly don't understand. It's heartbreaking. Uh, that makes no sense to me. Why would you take it out on your own community? That is so. It's so backwards, but it's so like hurtful to see. I'm like, man, that's America. What the fuck's going on? You know. Well, that's that's the point that that I, I want to make about all this is that that we really have gotta we must stop with this us them thinking. Right. And unfortunately, the president used the you know you and them. He he used a lot of that kind of language tonight. And I thought every time I did, I thought, oh, well, please stop. I like, think when to- President Obama, who I I certainly. Disagree with on many accounts uh, politically. Thank you, uh, Producer Ann. Looking very nice tonight. Um, I think, you know, I, I disagree with President Obama on many things, but I respect him tremendously about for his intellect and usually for his um, his uh, speaking ability. Mm-hmm. I find him very engaging oh, yeah. a lot of the times. But when he talks and gets folksy, when he kind of goes off the cuff and just talks very kind of uh, openly to as if he's addressing the name. I find that he is denigrating. He he's very divisive. Well, and and when like, yeah, like the other day when he said uh, we tortured some folks. Mm. You remember? You know, there that was a controversy. I was like, you know, President Obama, don't don't say that. Don't, I mean, yeah. don't say we tortured some folks as if it's just kind of like a flippant comment. You're talking about the 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 free you know, the free world, the leaders of the free world torturing human beings. It's pretty serious. It's not something to throw folks on the end of. And with uh, his finally coming out and speaking about Ferguson this afternoon, I found a couple other comments where I think uh, he was getting a little too cavalier with how he was uh, the language he was using. Right, and we should be saying, "Look, let's let's get it together here. Let's everyone unify. Let's unify. Forget the the accuracy of it. Let's just just get the get the leadership spirit together here. Right, uh, the spirit of leading the country out of this and be unifying." And acknowledging fear on all sides, and let's figure out how we get everyone together and unify. How do we do that? Sending in the DOJ and the FBI—not the like, right way to do like, it. Like right. a like a like a federal bureaucracy is going to make this fucking thing better. No, let, let's 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 let the community pull it together, and let's get some leadership in there. But instead, I'm looking at AK-47s and tanks. It's insane. It's it is insane. insane. It, it's 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 like. The first, kind of the closest thing I've seen in my generation to um, Kent State. The Kent State, was, Kent State was worse. Let's be fair. Yeah, well, that was that truly wasn't standard. I was not alive. Yeah, but uh, but that does seem like it's but science fiction. National when Guard, I watch, when I watch national- like documentaries about Kent State, it seems like science fiction. I'm like, there's just that's not real. 
We got to take a real quick break, Dr. Drew. Uh, Please don't go anywhere, anybody, because we're just getting good. If you listen to podcasts, you probably already know that one of the most listened to podcasts in the nation is Adam Carolla. But you may not know that Adam is currently being sued by a patent troll claiming that they filed a patent years ago stating they control the distribution of audio files over the Internet. On the face of it, it's pretty outrageous, but the risk is real. If Adam loses this suit, then all podcasters are at risk. If, like us, you've already contributed to Adam's podcast troll defense fund, well, thank you. But know this, even though the patent troll has stated in the media that they do not wish to pursue this case, they reserve the right to refile at a later date, which is why we need this decided now. Here's a way that you can continue to support the fight that'll cost you absolutely nothing. Go to this show's page at podcastone.com and click on the Amazon banner. Then, every time you make a purchase at Amazon, a portion of that purchase price will go directly towards fighting this patent troll. That way you can help Adam fight against this frivolous lawsuit and help us all save podcasting as we know it. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, seriously? And now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Drew, Mm. did you see... The dude who showed up for his new mugshot wearing a T-shirt of himself with his old mugshot on it. No, that's very I'm gonna, funny. Though. I'm going to send you the link right I now. I dig that. I like him. He's the best. No, he like is the cut of his jib. He should um, get a Nobel Prize or something <laughs> because <laughs> he turned himself in and showed up wearing like a like a a custom shirt with his mugshot on it in his mugshot. It's amazing. What a great man. What part of the country was this? I'm actually bringing up the link as I send it to you. Uh, man shows up for mugshot wearing previous mugshot on his shirt. Let's see, gawker, gawker, gawker. See, so just previous arrest. Robert Burnt. Oh, Robert Burt. Sorry, only 19 years old. Mm. What a G. Mm. <laughs> God, where is this? Summer, where's Somerset County? Is that New Jersey? No idea. All right. It's probably like Springfield. It's probably a bunch of them. All right. Yeah, good point. Somerset County Jail. That's all it says. Hmm. All right. Well, oh there you God. go. Do you, are oh you looking my at it? Oh, God. How rad is that, right? Yep. He should, yeah, he should be like president. Yeah. What, uh, so, Mike, I thought I thought tonight uh, I'm really upset about this Ferguson thing. I can't get my mind off it. And and as we are talking, I keep glancing up at this footage of the police and the uh, National Guard carrying on the way they are. It's really I've never seen anything quite like it. it, it, it we, we've we've crossed over into something rather disturbing here, and I, I don't know quite what to do with it. We've always said, you know, in this country that. The most significant thing we need to protect ourselves from is our own government. 
And I'm wondering if this is where we begin to get into that kind of trouble. But far be it from me to, uh, I, I'm just disgusted. But I understand Mike Says Fuck You was on for tonight, no? Yeah, it's time for Mike Says Fuck You. Yeah. I understand if you see if you can ru- rummage through the old machine there and find my intro music. He's a loner and a social miscreant, but he's got one heck of a party smile. Now, Mike Catherwood says F you. F you to the guy who has perfectly coiffed facial hair. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> if you want to have like a mustache or a beard, I get it. That's cool, man. I you know, I'm not going to hate on you. But if you like if you like detail lines into the bottom like to like make an L beard that goes from your your fucking uh, sideburns down your the 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 rim of your of your jawline, and then you have like maybe custom designs in it. If you have like manicured facial hair, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, does it include the guys with the with like the perfect beards, or just the beards with designs carved into them? No, just yeah. No, if your beard is at all like if you tend to your beard, yeah, eat my dick. Fuck you. Because <laughs> there's all a right. big difference between like. I'm growing a beard, and I'm growing a beard. Now I'm going to style it so that it, it just <laughs> looks perfect, and that I'm going to have my tapered, shaved, stenciled sideburns, or like yep. a pencil thin mustache. Yeah, eat my dick. I'm going to shit in your face. Fuck you, <laughs> and fuck you, Larpers. I'm going oh. back to uh, an old Mike says fuck you because I softened my take on it. I was like, man, I think it's kind of goofy. But if that's how you want to spend your time and you're not hurting anybody, so be it. Enjoy. No, fuck you. I, saw, <laughs> I got a bunch of a- negative uh, uh, tweets about how I'm coming. And then I saw a bunch of these fucking dickheads uh, rehearsing and, like, training in, in an alleyway behind my house. And Whoa. I realized, like, no, you really are a bunch of fucking losers. And you're <laughs> such losers. And everybody's rejected and ridiculed you your whole life. So what do you do? You play pretend fight where in your mind... You have your little foam lightsabers, and, you, and you're like, this is how I'm going to get everybody back. But you're too much of a goddamn cunt to actually stand up for yourself. <laughs> so you go to your little fantasy world where you're a demon or you're a knight or you're a Jedi. But in actuality, you're a guy who lives in your mom's basement. Ooh. So take my dick and rub it across your face after I remove it from your butthole. Thank you. <laughs> And laughing it? in the back of the two fuck yous. That's it. Yes. Wow. Oh God. What? I can't hear him. <sighs> Lindsay, the LARPing uh, phone op, is saying that you can learn about all about LARPing if you're interested on the, her podcast about LARPing with oh. her and Rune. Nice. What is it about then? The LARPing couple. Odd walks of life. What is the name of the podcast? Pretty Oddcast. Just Google Pretty Oddcast. PrettyOddCast.com. I like Lindsay and Rune both very much, so I, I hope that you do go support their podcast. But if you do, spend time dressing up like a, a demon or a wizard or a knight <laughs> or a Jedi, and you have your fake sword made of wood or, or some type of PVC, fuck you. Isn't life too short for that? Yes! Yeah. How, how are you not too busy making your own real life right. to spend time... With your fake life and fake fighting. Yeah. Fuck! Totally with you.
All right, everybody. I love you. Bye. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I think that you disturbed uh, Mr. Strawberry and his lovely wife. I'm sorry, They Carol. seem to be quite put off with everything you just said, and they, they actually walked out of the room. All I right. hope we can get them back for I'm the actual sorry, show. sorry, Mr. Strawberry. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network and TrueCar.com. Users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.